Desert Diaries. Hello, New York City calling and oh, man alive, what an absolute joy to be here. I'm currently standing on the corner of Spring Street in Soho and 7th Avenue. And if I look uptown, I can see towards where Times Square would be peeking its little lights around from the bend of 7th Avenue. And then if I look, turn around and look downtown, I'm looking down towards the One World Trade Center. Of course, the four or five lines of traffic on 7th Avenue are at a virtual standstill. So no doubt, yeah, there we go. The peeps are already happening. <laughs> I don't understand why people in New York City sit in stationary traffic just hitting the horn. Where is everyone supposed to go? I will never know. But as joyful as it is to be here, I do have to say I am absolutely freezing. Now, if the last time you wore a coat was March, then it is clearly going to be a shock to the system once it falls below about 26 degrees, which I genuinely haven't felt a temperature that low in a very, very long time. It is just so cold. Wearing said coat, I'd sweated my way through the morning at Phoenix Airport, arriving in New York, walking outside and feeling like I'd been smacked around the face. What is that? I thought. Oh, it's the wind. <laughs> cold wind, really cold wind. Then it started raining and frankly, I went into sensory overload. I've never felt anything like it for so long. Arriving at the hotel, I'd commented on my wet hair. I know, more rain, the woman behind the desk had said. I live in Phoenix, I'd started. Oh my, she interrupted. You must not have seen that for a long time, which made me think about it. I think it was August, I said, <laughs> during monsoon season. That was the last time I'd genuinely seen rain. New York City is hot on the coronavirus. Now, to get into any bar or restaurant, you need not just to show your ID, but your vaccination card as well. No proof, no meal. Even in the cafes of department stores and, well, pretty much every little hole-in-the-wall place you walk into. Most people walking around the streets here are masked up and it reminded me yet again of just how different one state is to the next here in the USA. Arizona is very much another country. Thank you. After catching up with some business, I had the most glorious reunion with my fab, fab friend and podcast partner in crime, the glorious Emma Goswell, who made it to the USA earlier in the week. Oh, it's been years. Food, booze, a drag show in Greenwich Village. We did not skimp on ringing the very last drop out of New York City that night. Genuinely, I still feel a bit tired. <laughs> The next day I had lunch with a lovely woman I've been making a podcast with for the last six months but had never met. We arranged our date. What about here? She said, sending me a message. Or do you want something a bit more New York? I clicked at the link. It was an English pub <laughs> right in the middle of the city called The Churchill. Now, ordinarily, I am not the person who seeks out the full English breakfast on holiday or wants to find the bar run by the Brits, but... I looked at that pub online with its squishy chairs and open fires and thought, do you know what? I've not had a pub lunch since 2019. I am in. 
And I tell you what, it was such a good choice. So yep, in the home of meatball subs and pizza and Chinatown and Little Italy, I had pie and chips and a pint of beer in a proper chunky beer glass with a handle and oh, it was great. When I'd walked in, I'd said hello to the bartender. <laughs> Who'd replied, Yeah, right. What do you want to drink, girls? <laughs> oh, I said, what part of Manchester are you from? Chatterton, he'd replied, born and bred. Look at that chaddy lad in midtown Manhattan. Who would have thought it? He said, I came over here for a year, 21 years ago. I'm going home for Christmas, though, and I can't wait. I'm a bit jealous of that. I know my time will come, though. After lunch, I'd walked up to Central Park. Being in New York on December the 8th meant I had to go and do one thing. And so I headed up to 72nd Street in Central Park West to the Dakota Building, the place where John Lennon had been shot and killed unbelievably 41 years before. I'd been just eight years old, but I remember it like yesterday. I'd got up and ready for school and then wandered into my mum's bedroom to see her sitting up in bed holding a cup of tea and crying. And I remember asking her, Mum, what's the matter? Why are you crying? She looked at me and said, John Lennon's been shot. I never, ever forgot that moment. And you know, years and years later, on the morning of January the 11th, 2016, my daughter, who was also eight years old at the time, walked into my bedroom early in the morning as I was sitting up in bed, holding a cup of tea and crying. She'd asked me, what's wrong, Mummy? Why are you crying? And I'd replied, David Bowie's dead. Immediately thinking back to when I'd been the kid, asking my mum that very same question. So I really wanted to head up to the Dakota. Now, I'd visited Strawberry Fields a dozen times before, a corner of Central Park just by the 72nd Street entrance which acts as a memorial to John. It opened up on what would have been his 45th birthday in October 1985 by his widow Yoko Ono. It's always been a place that I like to stroll through. There's a memorial, people selling a few bits of Beatles memorabilia, maybe the odd busker, but that Tuesday afternoon it was like nothing I'd seen before. Hundreds of people had gathered and a group of musicians right in the centre of the crowd were playing song after song after song. As I arrived, they were beginning Dear Prudence, and I stayed for the next hour through Love Me Do and Across the Universe and with Love From Me To You. And oh, what was amazing was how all of us, all strangers, were just standing together and singing. What an experience. What a way to spend an hour or so. I just loved it. Finally, numb from the cold, I set off back downtown for another get-together with a good friend of mine in a bar brilliantly called Mother's Ruin. <laughs> and then at 7.30, after more than two years, on the corner of Spring Street and 6th Avenue, just a block from where I'm standing now, I was finally reunited with my friend Christina, who I met when our daughters went to primary school in Sale in 2014. The shaky video evidence of me running across the road towards her yelling, Yes! We did it! It's actually happened! Because we'd planned this reunion for so long but kept getting scuppered by Covid restrictions and border closures. 
despite the shouting and screaming from two middle-aged women, because it was New York, no one batted an eyelid. <laughs> so, a few more glorious days together of doing, well, who even cares what we do? We're just together. As my friend Jeannie in Phoenix said to me, sometimes you just gotta see your people. She's right, and it's been far too long. I'll see you in the desert. <laughs> <laughs>